0: Radio Mystery Theater presents... Come in. Welcome. I'm E.G. Marshall. In our theater of the mind and its mysteries... We have raised the curtain on tales of man against man, man against the unknown, against fate, misfortune, and evil, but never an account of one man against an entire country. Today, the incredible yet true tale of Emile Zola, writer, his battle against France to vindicate Alfred Dreyfus, unjustly sentenced to Devil's Island to pay for
1: another man's treason. Dreyfus... The evidence against you is overwhelming. Do you confess? I have nothing to confess. I did not write that memorandum. You must confess. Inspector, put your revolver on the table. Preface, the honor of the army demands you use that revolver on yourself. We shall give you five minutes. You ask me to commit suicide for the honor of the army? Don't be ridiculous. I don't care what you do with me. I have my own honor to defend.
0: Our mystery drama,
1: "Jacques,
0: I Accuse, was especially written for the Mystery Theater by James Agate Jr. and stars Roberta Maxwell and Bernard Grant. I shall return shortly with Act One. character to appear upon our stage is Ferdinand Estahazy, a man who preferred to call himself Count. He dreamed of being a great soldier, but his nature was that of a great swindler. A lieutenant in the French Army, he married for money to cover his gambling debts, resorted to every trick in the book to cheat. And when our play opens, he is cultivating the friendship of a German colonel at the German embassy. Esterhazy, You have made us an
1: interesting and unusual offer. You are not the first military attaché from the French who has offered us secrets. I should be able to furnish you with important material two or three times a month, such as what I brought you last week. Well, that that is up to you. I advise Berlin, and they looked into your background and have authorized me to proceed with business arrangements. What you delivered last week, Berlin found satisfactory, and so here is an envelope containing 1,000 francs. 1,000? One is that all? Consider it a down payment, if you wish, but in order for us to continue to pay you, we shall expect far more important data. Colonel gotten. I shall do my best. Let us hope your best is good enough. <laughs> Yes, Major Henry. I hope you have brought me here for something important. You know, I'm on leave and not due back at counterintelligence for another week. Or... Major, I would not have interrupted your holiday if I did not think so. That's why I left word at your apartment. Well, uh, can we get on to why you wish to see me, huh? If anyone would have told me 40 years ago, Bastien, you will be a janitor for the French counterintelligence. I do not know what I would have said. Yeah, Bastion, please, what do you have to tell me? I not tell you, but give you took this torn-up memorandum from Colonel Schwarzkoppen's wastebasket last night. Mm-hmm. It is written in French, not German, so I thought the Major should see this right away. Uh, so you're sure all the pieces are here? Of course, I'm sure. Everything he tore up and threw away, I have. Mm, you don't think Colonel Schwarzkoppen or anyone else at the German embassy suspect you are uh, working for our counterintelligence? I do not know what he suspects. I am French. He knows that. And so are the porters, the cleaning women, the gardeners. After all, the German embassy is in Paris. One has to employ French people. However, yes, 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 w- yes. like most Germans, he does not credit the lower class with much intelligence. Mm-hmm. He thinks we working people, all we care about is bread and sleep. But sir, but sir, mm-hmm. you just keep on doing your duty, huh? Emptying waste baskets. Monsieur le Ministre, it's a major hurry. Yes, 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 I know it is. I'll see you Monday. Uh, it will only take a moment. Harry, are you telling me five days a week are not enough to conduct the business of France? What is this uh, cataclysmic information? I must have on a Sunday. Yes, yes. Well, if you will be so good as to look at this, All right, what is this you are giving me? Scraps of paper glued together. Would you read it, please? Very well. I respectfully submit this uh, information in answer to your questions, and hope it will prove satisfactory. Right, this? take a look at those items listed below. Ah. Uh, Hydraulic recoil of the 120-millimeter cannon. Mon dieu, who wrote this? We don't know. Ah, I understand now. Your department took it from somebody's waste paper basket, n'est-ce pas? What is this? Modifications of artillery formation. Our informant took it from the waste basket of Colonel Schwarzkopf in the German embassy. Did you see this? Attached is the March 14th revised firing manual for field artillery. Someone has sent our manual to the Germans? Who is the traitor? We, we don't know yet. Not yet? When was this not discovered? Three days ago. And what is the matter with your intelligence department? We are working on it. I have been trying to reach you since Saturday. Major... I'm not interested in your problems, only your solutions. Uh, What is this list you brought? Because this memorandum refers to artillery. It occurred to me the culprit might be an artillery officer taking a staff course. Now, here are the men with their history. Abbeville, Brossard, Cardin.
2: Uh Hmm.
1: All these men come from the oldest French families. I don't believe possible yet, yes, so so is. Is. Here, 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 Monsieur le Minister. Esterhazy, Count Ferdinand. No, his background is not French. It's Hungarian. Esterhazy, nonsense. I knew his father, the general. What about the name above his? Dreyfus. Mm. Dreyfus Alfred, Captain 14th Regiment Artillery. Ah,
2: ah,
1: Artillery. Yes. Artillery, don't you know what that means? That note, taken from the German embassy, must have been written by a gunner. Yes, an artillery officer. Don't you stand there? Get hold of him. I have a message sent around for Dreyfus to report to me tomorrow morning. Tomorrow morning? Do it today. But tomorrow morning this Dreyfus may have left the country. Captain Dreyfus. Why do you think you were called here to my office? I have no idea, Major. I suppose some kind of inspection. Inspection on Sunday. Huh? <laughs> and you were asked not to wear your uniform today. You find nothing strange about that? I did a little, Major, but orders are orders. Do you know these gentlemen in my office? Uh, Colonel Picquart, intelligence, Inspector Cochefort, security? I believe so. Gentlemen? Preface. I have a memorandum to write, but uh, I have injured my hand. Would you write it for me, huh? Yes, Major. Good, good. I'll dictate it to you. Now, sit down there at the table. Well, take the pen. Then go, go on, go on. Yes, yes. Yes, Major. Okay, anyway, now. E- excuse me. Is there something wrong? I notice all of you are standing very close to me. Uh, we will begin. Now? I respectfully submit the following information in answer to your question. Mm-hmm. Oh, have you written that? Yes, Major. Of and uh, I hope it will prove satisfactory. Satisfactory? Yes. Now, give me that. Uh, look at that. It's the same. The writing is identical. Piquet, uh, Piquet, compare it for yourselves. Huh? Uh, let me see the German memorandum. Oh, oh, compare. It's obvious. Look at the O's and the T's. They are identical. Uh, well, I'm not so sure. I think we should have this examined by a handwriting expert, Bertillon, or someone at the Banque de France. Uh, Inspector Cochefort, would you take the Dreyfus outside for a moment, please? Thank you. Handwriting experts are not necessary. The Minister of War has ordered me, not asked me, mind you, but ordered me to have Dreyfus arrested, tried, and stripped of his uniform immediately. But if he's not guilty, surely... Oh, you... of course he's guilty. We know about his kind. You know what I mean? I would like photographic copies made of the Schwarzkopf and memorandum And what Dreyfus has just written, Major. Here, take them. I'll be on my way and have the originals back to you tomorrow. Uh, And uh, on your way out, would you call in the inspector and Dreyfus? Uh, Captain Dreyfus, would you come back in? Yes, Inspector, bring the prisoner closer, please. I am a prisoner. Dreyfus, in the name of the law, I arrest you. You are accused of the crime of high treason. Search him, Inspector. I want his pockets turned inside out. What, what are you doing? You're ripping my suit. You would be wise to stand perfectly still, Dreyfus. There's nothing on him, Majori. Nothing? Well, that's suspicious in itself, isn't it? It's my brown suit. I haven't worn it for months. What is this evidence you have against me? The evidence is overwhelming. Do you confess, Dreyfus? You hear me? Do you confess? But I have nothing to confess. Stubborn. Stubborn and stupid. Inspector, is your revolver loaded? Yes, Major. Place it on the table in front of the prisoner. Preface, you will obey the code of the army and use that revolver on yourself. We... shall leave the room. You needn't go, Major. You ask me to commit suicide. I have no intention to. It would be an intolerable admission of guilt. You accuse me, but of what? For some reason, some despicable plan has been hatched against me. Oh, not against France, eh? Huh? But against you. No, I shall not use this revolver. I intend to live to prove my innocence. We've
0: played out the first act of Jacouz. Its principal actors, Alfred Dreyfus, the accused, Count Esterhazy, the guilty, and the beginnings of a blemish which will spread into a stain of injustice watched by the entire world until one day one man steps forward to reverse the dishonorable course of a nation. I shall return shortly with Act Two. In the great scheme of man's history, there are those whose actions ignite a fuse, and there are those who catch fire, and the conflagration torches the world. Such was the case of Alfred Dreyfus, who touched off the conscience and indignation of France's greatest writer of the time, Émile Zola.
1: I had already written several novels about the social injustices of France, debased aristocracy, alcoholism, prostitution, conditions in the mines, etc. Wherever the coals needed raking, I raked them until they were hot. I had written 20 novels, and then I smelled the injustice of the Dreyfus case. It was rank. I stood in the courtyard at the Place Fontenoy, on a cold January morning, with hundreds of journalists and thousands of troops. In the name of the people of France, you, Alfred Dreyfus, having been found guilty of the crime of treason by unanimous vote of the court martial shall be buried before the garrison of Paris and there publicly degraded and dismissed from the service. I saw this slim figure of an officer standing straight, eyes clouded, while the sergeant tore from his uniform epaulettes, braid and medals. Dreyfus, he unsheathed his sword and handed it over. It was snapped in half. And tossed into the dirt. You have forfeited your right to bear arms forever. You are deprived of your rank as unworthy of wearing your uniform. Alfred Rifus, you are hereby condemned to deportation for life. I am innocent. I swear that I am innocent. Vive la France! It was incredible. The man who supposedly had betrayed France now shouted his loyalty. Vive la France! When you have lived among evils as long as I have, you know the honest truth when you hear it. It rings clear as a bell. As he was led away, I knew that I needed love must find out the truth. Was Dreyfus innocent of treason or escaped, And why? I went to see his wife, Lucy. Who reenacted for me her last hours with her husband.
3: Alfred, you're here. You're alive. They came here to search the house and they said nothing. Oh, my darling, I thought you'd been killed. Well you
1: see... I am accused of high treason.
2: You?
3: You? Who says this?
1: Major Henri of counterintelligence. The minister of war himself. You see, I'm almost crazy. They said I had only five minutes to say my goodbyes. Could
3: it be because we are Jewish?
1: I cannot believe the whole army would make up such a vile lie because of that.
3: What are they accusing you of?
1: Having given secret documents to the Germans...
3: But how?
1: They never told me
3: that. What documents?
1: They didn't tell me that either. <coughs> I must go you see. I am being deported.
3: When will I see you again? I don't know. Sometimes I've heard they deport the whole family. We will be together. Alfred, what will happen?
1: We have to believe. In the end, the truth will prevail.
3: In the end? But when is that? Yes,
1: yes! Alfred!
3: Alfred! Was there no one on the general staff? No one who spoke for you?
1: One man, but he didn't say anything other than he was not sure the handwriting was mine.
3: What did he mean?
1: Something I am supposed to have written. But he was not sure.
3: What was his name?
1: He's next in line in counterintelligence. Did you ask me his name?
3: Oh, Oh, my poor darling.
1: Colonel Georges Picard. I made Lucy Dreyfus promised to come see me as soon as she had some word from her husband, Georges Picquart. That name rang a loud bell in my memory. I knew him from the old days, but he was difficult to see now. And in the one month Dreyfus was imprisoned at Saint-Martin, Georges was suddenly promoted to head of Army Intelligence. Ah, Émile, you have to forgive me. I know you have been wanting to talk to me for weeks, but this Dreyfus business gets more and more dangerous. Georges Picoir then told me of a disastrous meeting he had just had with the Minister of War. Compare them yourself, Monsieur le Ministre. Bertillon assures me it is Dreyfus's handwriting, and that's enough for me. It is not enough, sir. Bertillon is a fool, or lying, or deranged... And I can prove it. Let me show you. You are saying, Picard, this third memorandum, also fished out of the German embassy, West Westbasket, resembles the first. Resembles? It's identical. I've never been convinced, all the way through the court-martial, never, that Dreyfus is capable of betrayal. Now, with this, I know the real traitor. Who is he? Ferdinand Esterhazy, 74th Infantry Regiment here in Paris. I knew his father. He was a general. Impossible. Uh, I have additional evidence. There are certain types more prone to crime than others. The history of Esterhazy confirms this. His gambling, his debts. I had the man followed. He's identified as always in need of money and would do anything to get it. This is the guilty man. Dreyfus is innocent. Picard, I cannot sit here and listen to this. I tell you, you are talking out of turn. Your investigation of Esterhazy was presumptuous, and not what you were ordered to do. I'm chief of intelligence. I give the orders in these matters. Don't you understand, Picard? We cannot have another treason trial. If Dreyfus is innocent, you wouldn't free him. He is going to be sent to Guyana. It has been decided. You mean Devil's Island? Precisely. Devil's Island is a leper colony. We are getting rid of the lepers. And in a few weeks... it will be ready for incorrigible French convicts. You would let an innocent man rot on that island? Will you think as a Frenchman for a moment? If we should admit a mistake has been made... The General Staff would be the laughing stock of every national army in the world. We owe it to France to drop the entire matter. The man has been got marshaled, convicted, and sentenced for life. You're murdering him. No one will know a thing, Picoire, so long as you keep your mouth shut. And you will do just that. It was hard to believe what George told me That a mere hundred years after our revolution That a man could be convicted of lies Nor could I believe it was mainly because Dreyfus was a Jewish officer And there were anti-Semites in high army places Lucy Dreyfus came to see me
3: Monsieur Zola, you said the moment I heard from Alfred I should tell you He has been taken to Devil's Island
1: I know, my dear you have a letter from him?
3: Two months I've waited for this. My dearest Lucy, until now I used to believe in the logic of things and events, in human justice. Whatever was bizarre penetrated my brain only. Oh, I can't go
1: Try, take a breath.
3: Penetrated my brain with only the greatest difficulty.
1: Alas, my darling wife. What a total collapse of all my beliefs. Honor is my life, and family dishonor worse than death.
3: There is a little more, Monsieur Zola.
1: On this island of devils, I must order my life at a regular time to survive. I am up at 5.30, then heat water for tea or coffee. At 8, the guard brings me my rations... If there is meat, it must be cooked right away, or it will spoil in the heat. At nine, breakfast, then clean up, wash my clothes, chop wood. Then I write in my diary, or a letter to you. I spend hours staring at the sea, trying to understand what has happened. The more I try to understand... The more I realized the greatest weakness of the government's case was the handwriting. How did they prove it was Dreyfus's hand? Major Henri received me at the war office. Well, my dear Zola, you must remember, I was acting under orders from the Minister of War. But it was you who decided about the handwriting. No, 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 no. I wasn't sure. Uh, I consulted three handwriting experts. Uh, Gobert of the Bank of France, uh, Pelletier, and Bertillon of the Prefecture of Police. And what did they tell you? Well, they all agreed. It was Dreyfus hand. Major, that is not exactly what the experts tell me now. Gobert has serious doubts, and did then. Uh, so did Pelletier. And he told you so. Uh, you are sure. Uh, what about uh, Bertillon? An idiot. You may know something about the science of human measurements, but nothing about graphology. I don't think you realize the extent of your sin, Major. France will read what I write about you, M- Monsieur Zola, there, there must be some mistake. Some mistake indeed it is. If you and the general staff have condemned an innocent man, these flimsy lies... You have all made the greatest mistake of your lives. Georges Picquart invited me to go riding. I brought him up to date on the false evidence. I know that, Emile, but my hands are tied. I've been ordered out of France on an inspection trip to Algiers and Tunisia. Certainly. Just like that. Uh, I'm in the way. I'm asking too many questions about Dreyfus. we are afraid you'll talk. And no, I will. I have evidence in my files which. George! Could... Hold up! That branch ahead of you!
2: George.
1: George. Oh. Oh. What happened? Your horse started up as if he'd seen a ghost and ran you right into that overhanging branch. Oh. Emil. This is a warning to me. If, while I'm in Africa, something more serious happened than being thrown from a horse, I am the only one who has the hard evidence of Esterhazy's guilt. mean I will have to break the code of silence of the army. But I want you to see that evidence. So do I. The mills of the gods do grind slowly, but eventually separate good from evil. Piquet went to Africa, returned, caused the court to convene, and accused Esterhazy. I went to see Dreyfus' wife, Lucy.
2: Monsieur
3: Zola, I've been trying to find out what's happening at the trial, but the newspapers say nothing.
1: They know nothing. The French public is being kept. Deliberately ignorant.
3: How can they do that? Under
1: the handy smokescreen called national security, Major Henri said he has a new secret proof, but it would endanger France to mention it in open court.
3: Is there anything hopeful I can write to Alfred?
1: It's better you don't write. Esterhazy was acquitted.
3: Lord in heaven, will there ever be justice?
1: There will be, even if you have to bring down the entire French government to right this wrong.
0: Not many men in history have been condemned to a living death, and fewer still who risked everything so that truth would outbalance falsehood. But it takes only one man, not even an atlas, to move public thought one inch until it gathers momentum and, like a juggernaut, destroys every lie in its path. Such a man was Emile Zola. I shall return shortly with Act Three. The curtain that goes up on our third act rises like a sun, lighting up a world of fear, There are certain moments in history illuminated by one man. This is such a moment, and Emile Zola is such a man. You're about to hear his ringing accusation against corruption in the highest places, which appeared the following morning in newspapers
1: all over the world. Zola speaks. A letter to the President of the Republic. Monsieur President... Permit me to tell you that your record is threatened with the most shameful blot. The abominable Dreyfus Affair. A court-martial has recently dared to acquit one, Estrohazi. This is a supreme slap at all truth, all justice. But since they have dared, I, Lula, too, shall dare. I shall tell the truth. Because if I did not, my nights would be haunted by the specter of an innocent being submitting to the most frightful torture for a crime he did not commit. Shall I go on reading, Mr. President? Continue. The Minister of War... Why, it's me he's attacking. Read the rest of it. The Minister of War, the Chief of the General Staff... The Bureau of Counterintelligence never doubted that the famous Trash Basket Memorandum and others were written by Esterhazy. But to condemn Esterhazy, involved a second look at the Dreyfus verdict, and that the general staff wished to avoid at all cost. Mr. President, this is too ridiculous for me even to go on to read uh, here. Go on, please, uh, Mr. Minister, read. For over a year. The Minister of War and the General Staff have known that Dreyfus is innocent, but they kept this knowledge to themselves. And those men sleep, and they have wives and children they love. I want Zola here. Arrange it. Monsieur President, if you wish to silence me, you may save your breath. You have made several serious accusations against the army. The corruption of which you accuse many in government does not extend to this office. That is why I address the open letter to you. Are you going to be making more accusations? Would you care to hear tomorrow's installment in the world press? Yes. I accuse Major Henry of the counterintelligence. Of having been the agent of the affair and continuing for three years to defend his deadly work through the most revolting machinations. I accuse the Minister of War of having concealed decisive proof of the innocence of Dreyfus. I accuse the Chief of Staff and his aides of being accomplices to one of the greatest crimes in history. I accuse the three handwriting experts of having made lying and fraudulent reports. I accuse the court martial of Dreyfus of having violated all human rights by condemning a prisoner on testimony kept secret from him. All of this appears in tomorrow's newspapers? Why not? Well, there are laws against libel and slander. I am not worried. Yes, but you are accusing the French military of the most blatant cover-up in its history. Can you or I be party to that? Thank you for coming to see me. But I warn you, when your accusations are read tomorrow, there is danger. There are hotheads all over France. Are so you telling me there is anti-Semitism? And if Zola defends Dreyfus, he must be a Semite. I hope you won't find prejudice in the courts. I'll chance it. Let those I have accused take me to court. Let there be an inquest in the full light of day. i wait for them. I did not have to wait long. On February 7th of ninety-eight. Is the trial in the Palais de Justice. The charge of accusing the Estorazid judges of acquitting a traitor. On orders of the government. The
3: court is adjourned for the day. Uh, would you let me through, please? Monsieur Zola?
1: Madame Dreyfus, I saw you in the gallery.
3: I've been here since the trial began. It's not fair. Every time you rise to defend yourself, the court is adjourned.
1: The court does not wish to hear me. They wish to try Zola for defamation of character while I am putting the government on trial for treason. Come along. Let's see if we can get past that howl mob and out of here safely. Every day I seem to have made a hundred more enemies than the day before. It took 16 days. I had lost the case before I started. The court suppressed evidence. Even the name Dreyfus could not be mentioned. I accused Major Henri of fabricating forgeries, supposedly from Dreyfus to the Germans, yet neither Henri nor the Minister of War were called to the stand. On the last day of the trial, Madame Dreyfus and I sat together, waiting for it to begin, and someone handed her a
3: newspaper. There's another paper, Monsieur Zola. Every day I'm handed one from another part of the world. This one's from America. The New York Herald. See, someone's drawn a red line around the paragraph.
1: Ah, can you see who wrote it?
3: Mark Twain. Read it. Such cowards, hypocrites, and flatterers as the members of the military the world could produce by the millions every year. He's right. But it takes five centuries to produce a Joan of Arc or a Zola.
1: they port will rise. Any Zola. Do you have anything to say before sentence is passed? Yes, if it please the court. I'm aware I'm here to defend myself... ...against the accusation of having slandered the courts of the military. But as it turned out, I was never permitted to challenge lies with the truth.
2: Zola! Zola!
1: Gentlemen of the jury... ...not only is an innocent man on Devil's Island... Crying for justice. But a great nation, our beloved France, is in desperate danger of forfeiting her honor. Monsieur La, have you finished? Are my last words to be stifled as well? No, I am not done. A judicial blunder has been committed. An innocent man condemned... A guilty man acquitted. And the day you are asked to condemn me because I rebelled at seeing our country traveling on this terrible course. Dreyfus is innocent, I swear. And I accuse those. I accuse <laughs> Come I in. Not very much from the German embassy these days. They are being very careful. Yes, uh, what is that blue envelope? Huh? A letter from the Italian military to Colonel Schwarzkopf. Written hmm. hmm. yes, the blue ink on the blue paper. Mm. Thank you, Bastian. Huh? Every little bit helps. Huh? Who knows? Even this might prove quite valuable. Oh. Emile Zola, please rise. Emile Zola, have you completed your address to the jury? Yes, I have. Is there any reason why we should not proceed with the verdict? eh? Monsieur Zola? Is the court addressing me? You are the one on trial, are you not? No, Your Honor. It is not Zola, but France... It is on trial. Emile Zola, the jury has found you guilty. You are hereby sentenced to one year's imprisonment and a fine of 3,000 francs. George, I can't go through with it. I can't leave France like this, running away with my tail between my legs. Emile, don't be short-sighted. What good are you to the cause spending one year in prison? What will people say? Zora was condemned, and he took the first train to Calais, and then they boat to England. Why should we believe a coward like that? You have the gift of words. Use them. Write from England. Keep writing. There's a poor man on Devil's Island who needs to hear your words. Yes, Monsieur President. You and this Zola are relentless. The mail, the telegrams from all over about Dreyfus, and now this latest accusation of yours. What is this new evidence you have? Uh, Let me show it to you. I found it in the secret files. Ah, This this letter on blue paper? Mm, I can assure you, before Dreyfus was tried, this letter did not exist. It is a forgery dated to a month before he was arrested. Can you approve that? I will let the forger prove it himself. Hey, Excuse me. Major Henry, the president will see you now. Uh, Major Henry, uh, what can you... Tell me about uh, this uh, blue letter. Oh, yes. Um, Yes, I remember that one. It was uh, from uh, the Italian minister uh, to the German ambassador, saying he warns him not to have any further dealings uh, with the Dreyfus. Did you know, Henri, that it is all a very clever forgery? Uh, No, 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 that's impossible. I put it into the file myself. Well, Well, it's been analyzed very carefully. There's no question that it's a forgery. The Italian minister himself said so. He never wrote about Dreyfus. <sighs> My superiors were worried. I wanted to calm them. This blue letter came into my hands, and I said to myself, just change the date and add a sentence to prove what we already know that the man is guilty. You decided that? I did it in the interests of my country. You are under arrest. Piqua, have this man taken away. I want a signed confession. I want a public acknowledgement. I want Dreyfus brought home and his honor restored. And if Eshterhazy is the guilty one, I want
2: him punished.
1: My dear George, to see you suddenly come up the road in my peaceful, quiet England is a great surprise. But (laughs) what's the occasion? Is it my birthday? Have you been enjoying your... Isolation, Emil? Absolutely. Absolutely. I sit out here every day in the garden. I have visitors, Mark Twain, Sarah Bernhardt, and when I'm not talking, I'm writing. I brought you a few newspapers. Here's the Paris matter. You didn't cross that awful English channel to bring me newspapers. Uh, Yesterday's. Read it. Major Henri confesses forgery in Dreyfus' case. George, you had a hand in this. So did you, Emile. So, there will be another trial. No, not for Henri. He tried his own case. Judged himself guilty and shot himself. Now, read this one. The Petit Journal. Zola's fight for truth triumphs. Emile, they want you back in France. The president wants you to be the first to welcome Dreyfus.
0: Alfred Dreyfus returned home, cleared of all charges. A proclamation of his innocence was posted in every French town, hamlet, and colony... He was promoted to the rank of Commandant and was knighted to the Legion of Honor. Emile Zola did not live to see that day, but it belongs forever to him. I shall return shortly. Emile Zola was not the first to rally against exploitation, dignity violated, or rights denied not the first to call attention that to diminish one human diminishes us all. 300 years before Zola, the poet and preacher John Donne warned, Any man's death diminishes me because I am involved in mankind. Therefore, never send to know for whom the bell tolls. It tolls for thee. Our cast included Roberta Maxwell, Louis Toren,